0: What's going on, y'all? It's your man's too Smooth, and today um, there is no T. Bailey joining us, so, you know, no hey, hey, hey. Well, she will be back next week. Um, We had a great show planned for you guys. Um, Unfortunately, a couple things arose, so that's why it's just me. But I do have some things I definitely want to um, get off my chest, per se, or just have a personal – not personal, but a public service announcement. And the title of this is going to be Protect Your Neck you know. So um, the first thing I want to address is um, racism in Detroit, Michigan. Um, That's where I'm from. And um, I'll be 26 in a month. I've been working strong in the workforce for about a good 10 years. Um, I didn't really hmm, experience it until about Let's see. Not in the workplace, rather. Um, of course, you know, in the hood or whatever, you know, the police check you, all that kind of stuff. Illegal searches until you find out. Well, they're legal searches until you find out that they are illegal, and then, you know, you do what you can about them. Um, but definitely feel free to join in and comment about the situation. Um, but, yeah, I didn't pretty experience that until maybe, I want to say, five years ago, five years ago. And at this recent job, uh, my most recent job, I've not only experienced racism, but I've also experienced classism. Um, and it happened to be from a person of color. And um, I'm just going to say, this one's a big one. It's pretty, it's pretty wide. So I'm just going to say bullying in the workplace. Because um that's one place where you can't necessarily handle yourself. You would, you know, where you would when you just on the street, you know. So you have to either have to take it, deal with it, or which is going to be the moral of today's topic, which is you know protect your neck, um, look out for yourself, put yourself first. So, um, like I said, I've been working for about a solid ten years, and the first time I experienced um, racism, it was at a landscaping company. And I was there for maybe maybe a month and a half before I decided that it was just too much for me. Um, it was verbal. It even got to the point where um, it was very condescending. It was always my managers. It was a Caucasian individual as well as uh, another black man, which really threw me off. And I think that was really the... Was really... The shot broke brought the camels back from me. Um, I walked off the job. Um, I said it was enough, you know, because I just felt like they were putting me in a situation where I had to defend myself, you know, and attack. And I didn't want to, you know, go to just just, just be put in, just catch a case, for lack of a better term. You know, because it was just unnecessary for me to um, catch a case because somebody can't start running their mouth or... They've never been reprimanded for their ignorance, you know, um everybody knows that America still looks at us as niggas. you know, they're shooting us down every day. you know we had a we got a president that well, there is a president that doesn't look at anybody besides himself and possibly his family is anything to do, like anybody important, and if you're somebody of color, then that's definitely just a knockdown. Um, so that happened. Um, and there's also another position at a at a place, I want to say it's a it's a black owned company. I was hired um, through a black woman. She's great. She works in politics. she does really she does a lot for the she does a lot for the community. Her name is actually uh, Carla Walker. But Carla has nothing to do with the situation. Um, it just so happened to be people in her company not uh, basically running it into the ground. And before, I was let go from that company, you know, and I had actually been at that company for a solid year, give or take. Um, I did great. I worked well with others and everything. It was really no, never an issue. There was maybe one or two issues, but it was as simple as, like, you know, the staying off your phone, all that garbage, you know. Simple as that. But uh, there was another black man that came into the picture and decided that, my work ethic wasn't good enough. Um, at least that's what he said on paper. And it's crazy because before I even got hired into this company, I worked strong um, for, I want to say, a solid, a good solid, I want to say six to nine months just taking any and everything that was thrown at me. Um, I definitely saw, gave a lot of solutions to problems that arose there. Like I got I've been working in customer service for a good eight years at that time. So there was really no issue there. Um, and then plus I've been going to school for business. So, yeah, that's and that's another place where I learned that um not going to say I'm not cut out for the whole business world, but I don't like the, the, the sniping and the bitterness of what corporate is. So that's why I've always had a very entrepreneurial mindset. And I want to say if you do have that, then take it, use it, and make sure um, – you don't let anyone take that away from you because it's as simple as um, losing a job. You know, you go on, uh, you go work for less or you go work for somewhere where you don't need to be at. You know, I know a lot of people recently who've worked for these plants and they're losing limbs and it's crazy. Um, You know, $17 ain't worth your arm, buddy. (laughs) Now you're on disability for the rest of your life. That's crazy. Um, But yeah, it's not gonna be too lively tonight, sorry but I just feel like it's something I had to let everybody know because I don't think a lot of people know um, how to maneuver in that business. So what I'm going to talk about next is just basically HR or human resources. So if my if that job where I worked for Carla taught me nothing, it was that you have to be proactive in protecting yourself, you know, dotting all, all your I's and crossing all your T's and things like that, be on your P's and Q's. You know, things your mama used to say. But there's truth to that. You know, you got to have all your documentation, you know, record if you can. Um, if you don't, make sure that you have people in your corner that are going to back you. If you don't, then make sure you're the first to the situation to let everyone know what is going on. Because in the most recent situation I'm at, um, having an issue with a co-worker who happens to be a different ethnicity, you know, not necessarily... <sighs> Black, I'm just going to say, yeah, of course, she's Caucasian. And I feel like she's winning and she's running the show right now. And um, in this particular position, I've experienced all those things. I've experienced the classism, the racism, the bullying, uh, not necessarily sexual harassment. No, not not there. But, um, but yeah. And... The one thing that baffled me when it all kind of came to a bubble is that I wasn't depending on people to have my back, quote-unquote, but um, no one was there, even though there were issues that, of course, everyone saw and everyone you know, witnessed, and everyone was just silent to it, you know. Um, even my brothers didn't really have my back, and that was just very unfortunate. Um so I feel like the Conversation podcast is all about sticking together. You know, that's, that's, one, that's one element we always hit in the show. It's always about black lives and about how they matter and how we need to coincide with each other in order to be better and do better. Um, so I definitely feel like that's something we need to work on as a whole. Um, we'll never get there, people, if we don't work together, you know? Um the only reason I'm actually working the whole nine to five is to support my whole entrepreneurial mindset is because I'm an entertainer. Um, I'm acted. I do acting. Well, I, I act. Um, I sing. I perform. All of that, you know. Of course, people know me. by too smooth. That's why, you know, I go by it on the show. Um, and I was really running with that for about, strong six or seven years just pushing my music, pushing everything I could do, until about 2014. And that's when it was just enough for me. Like, um, I couldn't, I just kept breaking even, you know, there wasn't enough for the shows. Um, I was, you know, wasn't really eating because I was paying the rent. I didn't want to do the homeless thing, but unfortunately that happened, Um, you know, because I was trying to feed my dreams. And now I decided to go back into the workplace I decide to finish my degree, I decide to do this, I decide to do that. And there's people that want to hold you up. They want to say that you're lying, you're being, you know, you're just being facetious about certain things. You're, you're um, just not credible because you haven't been there long enough or you're just basically credible, not credible because you are who you are, which, you know, being lack Because, unfortunately, it's always the word over yours. And then there's no repercussions for them. And it always seems like the other person, the person of color, you know, normally gets let go when it comes to that position. So I just want to say always uh, protect your neck. Um, Whatever you have to do, look up the laws, make sure you can record, make sure you can do whatever you need to do to make sure you solidify your check. Um, Stand tall in who you are. You know, even if you don't speak up, it's not about being soft because I understand that, you know, you have to feed your children, you have to feed yourself. You just, you know, you just can't be, you know, not everyone can be homeless. Not everyone can go to a shelter. Not everyone can sleep in the car. Not everyone can do, you know, it's, that's not, that shouldn't be necessary, but those are some of the things you have to do, even in a place like Detroit, Michigan, where it shouldn't be that way for people of color. Um, I know we got Rick Snyder. I know we got Mike Duggan, But still, I mean, you would think that we stick together. Um, One of the last things I want to say before I get out, because, of course, it's not going to be an hour and a half show. No, I just wanted to let you guys know that um, to be the first to address the situation um, don't anger in the situation because then again, that stereotype of the angry black man, black woman comes into play. You don't want that. Um, let's see. What else? Make sure you have all your documentation. Um, make If there are people that can back your story, make sure, you know, you have all the information signed. Um, let's see. How to cope with it. Um... It can be hard. It can be as hard as um someone sexually assaulting you because the, the situation can become a hostile situation. Because, say for instance, you guys do talk it out, you go to um HR, you go to your bosses, and there's nothing really happening on the other end, and you still have to work with this person. Um, if you haven't been there as long as this person, nine times out of ten, that you won't have any allies. You know, we already talked about that you're not gonna, you don't really have any allies in your own race most of the time. Cause everyone doesn't want you to put their information out there. They don't want you to put their name in it when sometimes it's not even as, you don't even necessarily need their name. We just need, you can have a written statement or you can just have saying that, okay, I do have people that'll back me in this situation. You know, if it comes to that and they fall out, they fall out. But yeah, so coping with this situation, um, Sometimes it can leave people to leave. Like I said, in the first situation, I left because I just I couldn't deal with it. I was too emotionally invested in what was coming out of their mouth and the fact that it was coming from somebody that I thought that should stand with me. Um, Shout-out to Monique. <laughs> um, the second time around, I'm just going to say the guy just, just caught me off guard, just caught me up because um, he was able to – line the cars in his favor because he was my boss and showed my mistakes, as petty as they may have been, showed me enough mistakes over the, I don't know, maybe a month and a half he was there to say, okay, we need to get this guy out. He's non compliant. He's this, he's that. He, you know, he, he just does what he wants. He comes and goes as he pleased, which is not necessarily the case, but that's how he played it and that's how he got it. So um now, right now, uh, I'm still fighting the other situation. Uh, because it's just becoming crazier and crazier, you know. She's planting things in people's ears for no reason. Um, It's just really crazy. Um, Like I said, I can't go into specifics just yet, but when everything um, falls out, I definitely will let everyone know how it goes. We will be back next Monday. Well, next. Yeah, we will be back next Monday with the new show. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll be going live from now on. Um... Probably do Facebook and Instagram. Um, Keep that moving that way. Um, If not, then we will still be on SoundCloud and iTunes and everything else. Let's see. um, What else did I want to say? That might be it, y'all. Might not, because I just didn't want to, I don't want to have y'all in here talking, listening to me forever about. Uh, fabulous and all them, uh, and all that other business so we will touch bases on that next time uh appreciate you tuning in I know it was a small show but um definitely feel free to share and like hopefully um you got something from it you can always comment you can always um, email us at the conversation podcast 18 um, gmail.com let's see. And let's see what else. I think that's just about it. Uh, make sure you follow us on IG, SoundCloud. Hit us up on iTunes. Once again, we're in the Society and Culture section. Everything is the Conversation podcast. If you have trouble following up, if you have trouble finding us, then at underscore the conversation underscore podcast or the conversation podcast Detroit. Um, and like I said, once again, protect your neck, y'all. Don't let anybody chase you away from anything. You know what God has planned for you is what's, you know, what is, it is what it is. You know, it's going to be yours. Um, if it's time to leave, then leave. You know, if it's time to fight, then definitely fight, even if you have to take it to court, because I don't think a lot of people realize that the things that they think are simple are very serious to others. You know, you might want to call somebody childish, might want to call somebody weak, might want to call somebody petty, but um, I'm just going to say words matter. Shout out to Crystal, Wes. Um, and just keep it funky. It's your boy Too Smooth. The Conversation Podcast is an educational lighthearted discussion about the unique experiences of being a young black adult in America. Join T. Bailey and your man's Too Smooth as we engage in discourse about varying topics such as politics, mental health, current events, and all things affecting the black community from two young G's perspective. Mm. You will laugh. Cry and grow as you listen to the conversation. What are you talking about? The my heart. Uh, the method, man, for short, Mr. Map. Move it on your lap. Uh. And set it off. Get it off. Let it off like a cat. I want to break food. Cop me back. Small change. they put putting chain in the game. I take game and blow that out the frame. And like fame. But i live forever. Over, like they don't know no better, but I do. True, can I get a soul? Not respect due to the one six. Oh, I mean, oh, yo, check out the phone like the Hudson or BCP when I'm dusting. It's all because I'm hot like sauce. The smoke from the lyrical blood make me crap my night. This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com.